Are you an educator who works with vulnerable children? Are you frustrated with trying to meet the needs of vulnerable children in an inflexible, target-driven system? Would you like to know how you can better help support these vulnerable children in your school or organization? Well, look no further. Welcome to this special podcast series from Braveheart Education. Now, please welcome your host and the author of The Teacher's Introduction to Attachment, Nicola Marshall. Well, hello there and welcome to the second edition in our special podcast series on the teacher's introduction to attachment. What I want to talk about today is uh, attachment styles and attachment theory. So what is attachment? Well, if you think about a healthy attachment cycle in a baby, let's imagine that you've got a very small baby who uh, has a need. So let's say they're hungry. They don't know obviously what that means. They've just got an icky feeling in their stomach, so they cry. And more often than not, that need is met by somebody who will come and pick them up, talk to them, soothe them, meet their needs, so feed them in this case, uh, play with them a little bit, do what whatever it is we do with them, and put them back down again, and they, their attachment cycle kind of goes round and round. As we meet those needs again and again, then different things start to happen for the baby. They start to develop trust. They start to understand that the world is a safe place, that my needs will be met, all of this obviously in their subconscious, and that everything is going to be okay. Now, for children who maybe don't experience that kind of a healthy cycle of attachment, but a more disturbed cycle of attachment, so what theirs might look like is uh, they're hungry, so they cry, and they do whatever they need to to get um, some attention. And then more often than not, that need is not met, or it's more likely that it's inconsistent. So one time it might be they might be fed, another time they might be ignored, they might be shouted at, they might be hit. So lots of things might happen as a response to their uh, them needing their need to be met. And then what happens if that? Um, kind of response happens again and again that inconsistency what happens for the child is trust doesn't develop but rage starts to develop they start to get a real deep feeling at the core of their being that they are bad not just that the world around them is bad but that that they themselves at the core of their being uh, that they are bad and they develop a sense of shame toxic shame really that can be really quite debilitating um, attachment theory itself was something that was started to be developed by a man called John Bowlby in the late 60s. Um, and he came from a family of siblings who didn't have much contact with their parents. So they, he was raised by nannies and then uh, later on he went to boarding school. Um, and it, it kind of developed a, a curiosity for him, I guess, of of how important is it to have that bond between um, a parent and a child and he started to kind of do a lot of research around this area and then many other people have followed on his research and as part of that they they developed what they believe are different styles of attachment now a secure style of attachment which is what we would all want for ourselves and for our children is that that healthy attachment cycle would have been just that healthy and as a result the child would feel secure in their family environment so much so that they can go off and explore they can go and and, and you know go into little play group and feel quite 
quite um, comfortable to come back to mom. They know that mom is there or dad. They know that there's that secure base that they can come back to. So that's what we would hope and that's what we would want for children, that they'd have a secure attachment. And that means later on in life they could they can then build good relationships with other people, that they have what they need, the capacity to be able to build relationships. Now, they've also, they also found, the theorists, that there were what they believed were three different styles of insecure attachment. So when you have that disturbed attachment cycle happening for you, um, what it does is it, it creates kind of coping strategies for us in how we get our needs met. Because we all, as humans, need to have our needs met. We have basic needs that need to be, to be met. Um, so the three different types of insecure attachments are um, an avoidant attachment. Now, this is a child whose main aim in life is to not be noticed. So these are the children in your classroom who may be a bit quieter. They might be a bit withdrawn. Not always. They still might be, you know, come across as quite loud and confident. But in terms of their emotions, they're kind of locked down. They've, they've pushed their emotions as far down as they possibly can. And they don't want people to know that they're struggling. So they're very often compliant in the classroom. Um, they're very helpful, even when you don't want their help. They tend to, to, to really want to be liked, so they will be very compliant. They don't tend to be the children in school who are getting all the detentions and, you know, in, in high school who are are excluded. They tend to be the, the ones who are kind of well-behaved in the classroom but struggling with relationships, struggling with the work, struggling in actually kind of connecting with people around them. And what they're saying, in effect, is I'm okay and you're not okay. So in their way that they relate to people, especially to adults, I guess, is there's a feeling of self-reliance that I'm okay, I will get my needs met, I don't need any help from you. Um, so they really find it difficult to trust other people. On the kind of other side of the scale, I guess, an ambivalent attachment style is a child whose main aim in life is to be noticed. So these are the ones that you will recognize. These are the ones who are in your face. They're very demanding. They are very challenging in their behavior at school. They are what we call attention needing, not attention seeking, because it's a real deep need. It's a drive within them to be seen um, and to be heard. So they will do whatever they can to get that that need met. So they will be the ones who are getting in trouble and have the more extreme behaviours because that's where you get more attention. And what they're saying is, I'm not okay and you are okay in their relationship with an adult. So um, they very often are little shadows that follow you around. That need, they need you to feel um, safe. And the final style, which is actually the most difficult to deal with, is a disorganized attachment style. And this is where the child is saying, I'm not okay and you're not okay. They really don't have a coping strategy of how to cope with their life. They're very confused in their approach. They're push-pulls. They want you. They don't want you. They can be withdrawn and quiet. They can be very aggressive and manipulative uh, and controlling. Um, they really haven't got a strategy of, of how to cope in their life and I found these styles very helpful actually um, my, I have three adopted children myself who um, two of them particularly fall 
in the avoidant and the ambivalent um, styles and I know exactly what it is they want and what they need from me and that makes it easier for me to, to know okay she needs a little bit of space now but I have to work on the relationship with an avoidant um, charge you have to work very hard on the relationship and trying to get them to trust you and then with the ambivalent child it's more on working you know working on how to get them to trust other people as well as to trust you so I hope that's been helpful in thinking about attachment styles and attachment theory uh, and remember there's more about this in uh, uh, the book the teacher's introduction to attachments so that's all for today's episode and I shall speak to you again soon Thank you for listening to this podcast, part of a special series introducing the teacher's introduction to attachment. To order your copy of this book, go to www.teachersintro.com.